I guess that's not a bad verse to end the conversation of the hope that we have in Christ. We're living by faith. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. There's a <clears throat> thoughts. I guess that kind of went through my mind in in that question. There being, you know, being steadfast, um, knowing that. Like Peter says, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world, um, resist, be steadfast, you know, be determined, I guess. Um, proposing your heart like Daniel did. Uh, proposing your heart like, you know, as Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Um, we, we, yeah, we sometimes get, um, but to renew our, our faith and our hope, um, we can look to examples and um, knowing what the Lord has done for us, and and it increases our our courage. And even looking into that, um, to go into the Holy of Holies today, you know, we can come before God and confess our sins and our faults and our lack of faith and unbelief and whatever it may be. And God is not going to just strike us dead. You know, he says, come unto me, all the weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You know, take my yoke upon me and learn of me. And so as we learn that God um, walks with us, forgives us, um, helps us to, uh, is the increase of our faith, I guess. And, uh, you know, in, in, in a sense, we have, um, it should be easier to, for us to have boldness to come to that throne of grace than it was back then because nobody ties a rope around our foot to make sure that they can jerk us back out if, if need be, if we die, you know. So uh, <clears throat> I don't know, uh, just a few of my thoughts, I guess, on, on that today. Um, and it kind of goes well with the message, I think, today that we would... Uh, <clears throat> We can we can have. Um, like to give some examples and um, what. Um, don't think this is just a a a pep talk or whatever, but that it's uh, that we have um, scripture to uh, to help us um, propose these propose this in our hearts, I guess, and that we have faith to continue on with day by day. Um, but it does take. You know, it just doesn't come naturally for us. It does take effort. It does take some, um, you know, the word today is determination, I guess. What is the, what is the, you can have all the vision and all the dreams and all the goals and um, set things up in that you think how things should be and happen. But if there's not, if there's no determination behind that, you could say it never comes to pass. So what does determination, how does it what does it play in our lives um, on an everyday thing, you know, and also in keeping the faith that we were talking about? What does it, how does it play into keeping our, keeping our hope alive in Jesus Christ? Um, you know, you know, on a scale of one to ten, if you um, ask yourself this question, you know, if there was a task set before, tasks of some kind set before you, how determined are you to complete it? 
Well, what would be your rate? Would you give yourself a one, a ten, a five, or where where would you where would you rate yourself at? If you have a task set before you, how determined are you to complete it? <clears throat> you know, what is the opposite of determination? What would be a word that would be opposite of determination? I have one, and I use it a lot, and, and maybe I'm the only person, but some days you just you just do this, and then you uh, you lose your determination. I it's procrastination, I guess, is the word that I have. It's like, oh well, I'll do it tomorrow. I get it done. It'll happen. Um, it's not. I not just takes away all my determination, you know. <clears throat> um, so, <clears throat> and we can use this in our. I think it's okay to give. Uh, examples I guess or talk about even the very work thing that we do you know if you have a set of cabinets to finish today and it's a pretty large job um, you know how does your mind work how do you how do you view that task this is the task that's set before you you know we need to get this finished or we have a barn that we need to get this we'd like to get this finished like to do it you know if we work at it hard you know we know in two days whatever we can have this thing wrapped up or how does your mind work you know um, just like you know to that challenge so here's one example you know if we look at it and we say we yep if we consistently stick to this um, we give it what we can I think we can get it done not saying we're absolutely going to but I think we can you know, can get it done or do we look at it like this you know in the procrastination way or, or well this is it's too big we, this is too big of a task you know we're not going to get this finished anyway so Right there we have, um, in the first example, you was determined to try, right? In the second example, you was determined not to get it done. You was, you was determined both ways. That's why I, that's why I wrote, I guess. And then I, can, I was, you know, I will, you guys can share in testimony or give, give me your thoughts, I guess. But either way, you was determined either to do it or not to do it. And many people have determined to do things and failed. That's not the point. If from failure, they stood up and they did it again. And I'm going to give some, you know, just give you a few, a few examples of that. I, I just, uh, I looked up, you know, um, you know, the, the the example of determination is to have a, have be persistent through difficulty. You know. Um, just like we want to be persistent in our faith in God and what Jesus has done to you, that just has done for us never goes away. It's always there and it's available to us and all we need to do is, is cling to it, you know. And there's a, you know, it can be many setbacks or many, and many things that would, would like to sh um, shake that uh, from us, you know. So, uh, <clears throat> and there's a lot of examples. We know Helen Keller, okay. We know she was blind. We know she was, uh, she was deaf. And yet uh, she was determined to make an impact on the world. And through her failures and through her rising up again, she did over and over. You know, Thomas Edison says he tried a thousand times to perfect the light bulb to get the filament to, to light up and to be just right. You know, and it's been that way since. I know we come up with LEDs, but that filament that he developed way back then that took him a thousand failures to... to figure out he was eventually successful you know he was determined to to make light 
to figure out how to harness this and make light. You know, <clears throat> those are just, just some examples. But um, it's, it's a necessity in our walk with the Lord. You know, in, in, the, in the physical sense, it's a necessity. And in the spiritual sense, in our walk with God, it's a necessity. You know, unless we, ha unless we have some of it, and we'll not persevere into the end, like it tells us, to fight the good fight of faith, to lay hold of eternal life, and to keep on. There's a crown of righteousness waiting for us, you know. So again, we can have vision, we can have insight, we can have a purpose, but if we don't have a little bit of determination to get the job done, um, to keep it going, and what happens is we find ourselves in doubts and fears and insecurities and un uncertainties within our life. Proverbs 4, 23, 27 says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, it says, and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. There's a lot of determination in that verse that he gives to us. And, it, you know, it's, the Proverbs are wise um, things that help us live by. Keeping our hearts, uh, put away deceitful mouths, perverse, perverse lips, let our eyes look straight ahead, let our eyelids not look to the right before you, <coughs> ponder the path of your feet, the steps you're taking, um, so your ways are established, you don't turn to the right or to the left. <clears throat> it's an inner strength, you know. So on a scale of 1 to 10, um, you know, I would say we, we vary. We're not all a 10, neither are we all 1s. And I'd say it varies maybe from day to day, you know, that's from time to time. It's like I'm more determined today than I am yesterday, or today I wanna, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get it accomplished, or I'm not. Sometimes we need some other motivations put behind us, you know, here and there. But... Um, but it is acting out in faith. Literally, it is. You determined, like, like Daniel says, I'm not going to eat these meats. He made a, per, he made a per, you know, it, it, he acted in faith that God would take care of him, even though he ended up in the lion's den. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's a determination when we temporarily lose sight of our faith or our goals, you could say. That we're just going to, I don't see this all the way through. I don't know the end results. I'm going to keep on keeping on. That's determination. And that's, uh, you know, we need that. We need it. Um, I need it. <clears throat> and if we don't have it, what happens is it tells us that we get tossed to and fro. We either end up here or end up there. And you know, we, find ourselves, we find ourselves acting and doing things contradictory to what we actually believe. Um, it's an inner fortitude. Um, it's a strength of our character that we want to remain steadfast. Sometimes we look at some people, you could think, I, you know, this was a thought I had, that, you know, the determination ends up, looks like stubbornness, maybe, you know. It can be, you know, it can almost look like that sometimes. Some people are so determined. They're, they're so stubborn not to give. Why don't you just give up, huh? You know, why don't you just let it go? No. You know, and, and maybe they, they, it looks like they're, you know, in that way. <clears throat> But it's an important part. It's a very important part of our spiritual warfare, especially. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 tells us this. Watch, stand fast in the faith. Tells us to be brave and be strong. Ephesians 6, 13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand an evil day, having done all to stand. Those are all verses that 
come out as like, these are determining verses. If we take these to our heart, they make a difference in our life. Um, <clears throat> and the thing that we must realize in this, in, our, um, in the spiritual warfare that we have, in the faith that we have in God, we have an enemy. Is this enemy have any determination? Would you say the enemy has any determination? He's determined to make you fail. His determination is to make you lose faith, to lose sleep, to have worry, anxieties. And he's determined, you know, he's determined to keep you from getting closer to God, from knowing him more. He, he is determined. He's relent, relentless. So how much greater must ours be in, in walking in faith? <clears throat> so um, if you want to, let's turn your Bibles to Joshua chapter 1. And uh, we'll read some verses here. Um, the example of Manasseh and uh, and the Canaanites come forth here in the in these couple cha- in this chapter. So um, <clears throat> let's stand. We need to we need to stand to uh, get the blood flow going through us a little bit again this morning. Um, and uh, read some verses here. We're going to read from 1 to 11 in the book of Joshua chapter 1. <clears throat> we know the famous verse that's in here, be strong, be of good courage. We know these verses, and he's telling us these. But let's see what happens, um, what, is, what is told here, and uh, what takes place in here between Manasseh and the Canaanites. So it says, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' ministry, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, and all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee, Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. (coughs) Have I not commanded thee, Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the host and command the people, saying, Prepare your victuals, for within three days you shall pass over this Jordan and go in to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you to possess possess it. 
Okay, we, we, we saw what was commanded and given to them. Um, you may be seated. Then there's more there. And then we, I'm going to jump forward to, um, you know, this was the promise that God give to them and uh, that they would conquer and take over all the inhabitants of the promised land. Um, and what we find here, if we turn back to chapter 17 in Joshua, um, a couple verses here. In verse 12, uh, Joshua chapter 17, verse 12. <clears throat> and here it says that what they was commanded to do there, and here it says, Yet the children of Manasseh could not drive out the inhabitants of those cities, but the Canaanites would dwell in that land. Yet it came to pass when the children of Israel were waxing strong that they put the Canaanites to tribute, but did not utterly drive them out. And put to tribute means that they became their slaves, and we're forced to labor for them. Um, and, and here we see that what God told them to do, they were determined to do to go forth with it. And yet the Canaanites, and thinking about them as like the enemy, they were determined to stay there. And they won. They stayed there. They did not drive them out as God had told them. They could not drive out the cities because the Canaanites were just as determined or more determined to dwell in that land where they had been all these years, then let these children of Israel drive them out. <clears throat> they end up put them to forced labor, but they never completely drove them out. <clears throat> so, um, we need a determined effort to drive out the enemies of our soul. The enemy that is a, an enemy to our salvation. The fears and doubts and unbelief that may come upon us. Um, God has given us that authority. He's given us that power. He, he is, like he commanded the children of Israel that they was able to do it, yet obviously they failed in utterly driving them out of the land. <clears throat> um, Luke 10, verse 19 tells us, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now I know that that's not in our own strength. You know, we, I think we understand and, and realize that, that um, <clears throat> the strongholds that we have, the, that the enemy is trying to determine to bring us down or to make us lose faith. Um, the thing that we realize is that what does God tell us? That greater is he that is in you than he who is in the world. That's the enemy. Remember, greater is he. And that's John 1, 4, 4. You are, the, you are of God, little children. You have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. The enemy doesn't want us to know that. The enemy doesn't want to give up easily. Um, he's determined. He's determined, but we need to also make a conscious effort of determination to um, defeat that. We are, it tells us in Ephesians, you know, we're wrestling against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. And, well, let me read the verse 6, 12 to 13. Let's just turn to Ephesians chapter 6. There's more, there's more verses there, I think, that can go with this. Um, yeah, Ephesians chapter 6. Let's look at verse 10. 
starting there. <clears throat> Here he's telling us, this is giving you um, courage and strength. You know, Paul's writing to him. He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Be strong, be determined, and in the power of his might. Not your own strength, but the strength that, it, that comes from God. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand, or, stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. But, but above, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Paul again wants us to, to understand the courage. Um, all those verses are talking about some measure of determination. Take that shield. Take the, take the, take the word of God. Take the helmet of salvation. Take the spirit. Um, take the gospel of peace. Um, stand fast, you know. Have a breastplate of righteousness on it that we can fight against the, the spiritual enemy that we have. You know, so, <clears throat> you know, there's, we fail in many, many places. Many times we fail in, in just not even, um, you know, <clears throat> not being determined to, to, to fight for our families, for our marriages, for our children, for our jobs, for our businesses, for our ministry, for whatever we have, for our prayer life. Um, the enemy wants to, you know, the enemy wants, is determined to defeat us in all those areas. Um, are we letting him because he's more determined than we are? Or are we going to, uh, to reach inside, you know, um, stop being tossed to and fro and stop being um, beat down when the enemy comes against us? You know, when the pressure's on us, um, how do we react? How do we, what happens? So 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9 tells us to be sober. He also tells us to be diligent because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeing whom he may devour. Resist him, it tells us, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. <coughs> so the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God that, that is within us is extended and is, is, is portrayed through um, our steadfastness, through our determination. Um, we can look at Chronicles chapter 2 and look at Solomon um, building the temple. Um, was another example that we have. I can find it here. Chronicles chapter 2, verse... 2 Chronicles... Second chapter, I guess. Say it right here. <clears throat> Chronicles two, verse 
you know, we, we know the story of Solomon. Like we just look in the first chapter, you know, it tells us that in that night, God appeared unto Solomon and said unto him, ask what you ask, what I shall give unto thee. And Solomon went to them and explained there about how David was his father. And uh, he put him in his place. In verse 10, this is in First Chronicles, a second, second, chap, second book, First Chronicles. Verse 10 says, Give me now wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before these people. Who can judge this thy people that is so great? And verse 12 says, Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee, and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall there be any after thee, after thee have the like. And so then it's in the second chapter, it says, the word is there, and Solomon determined to build an house for the name of the Lord and an house for his kingdom. And Solomon told out threescore and ten thousand men to bear burdens and fourscore thousand to hew it in the mountain and three thousand six hundred to oversee them. <clears throat> and then we go on down to um, verse 7. He says this, Send me now therefore a man cunning to work in gold and in silver and brass and iron and purple and crimson and blue that can skill to grave that can skill to grave with the cunning men that are with me in Judah and in Jerusalem whom David my father did provide. Send me also cedar trees, fir trees and algum trees out of Lebanon, for I know that thy servants can skill to cut timber. In Lebanon, behold, my servants shall be with thy servants, even to prepare me timber in abundance for the house which I am about to build shall be wonderful, great. And behold, I will give to thy servants the hewers that cut timber, 20,000 measures of beaten wheat, 20,000 measures of barley, 20,000 baths of wine, and 20,000 baths of oil. And Huram, Huram, the king of Tyre answered in writing, which he sent to Solomon, because the Lord hath loved his people, he hath made thee king over them. Huram said moreover, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, that made heaven and earth, who hath given to David the king a wise son, endued with prudence and understanding, that might build a house for the Lord, and a house for his kingdom. So, so he sent to them, <clears throat> um, and I just looked at uh, looked at this a little bit, determination, but just for just for um, observation purposes, I guess. In verse two, there, um, three score and ten thousand is that seventy thousand? Three score is twenty thousand. Another ten thousand. The three score would be sixty. Another ten would be seventy thousand people, and four score thousand would be another forty. Is that considered 40,000? So that's 110,000 people that he put together, um, that he called out or he told out. And then he put 33,600 um, to oversee them. So one overseer per 30-plus people, I guess, whatever. Um, the you know, he was determined to build a house, and he set this up. You know, none of us, I don't think, oversee 30 people. And even 30 people at any given time. I, I thought that number might be greater, but it's not actually that bad, I guess. One overseer over every 30 that was out there working. And, and you know, he compensated them for it. And the king, um, he, he came, he's like, he sent these men. He helped him. Um, 
because Solomon was determined to um, <clears throat> he was determined to build a temple for the name of the Lord and a royal house for himself. Self. <clears throat> you know, and look at the um, and this kingdom that was established was one of the greatest and glorious kingdoms that was ever on the face of the earth. And God said that there would be um, no, there was none before him like that, and there was none going to become after him like that. Um, and I'm sure that with all that challenge, with all those people working, 110,000 people, um, would there be any challenges to that? You guys do three, four, five, or we have 10 Mexicans on a roof, and, and I find it to be very challenging. I don't know what it would be like to be the head of 110,000 men that were working. You know, unreal. So we can we can you know we can understand that it would have been easy to want to deter Solomon from not building that house with everything that possibly you know could have took place and went wrong in there. We can just let our our minds go. We don't know, but anyways, it was it was God's doing. Solomon was determined. I'm sure he has obstacles that he faced, but he wanted to complete that task that was given unto him, and he had an inner strength and a fortitude. You know, he had the character. Um, regardless of the odds, regardless of the man's, he was going to build a house for the Lord. <clears throat> um, so we must also, you know, <clears throat> okay, give you a modern day example. Just throw this in here. I, I found this. Um, and I found this also interesting. I see this post every once in a while because of looking at um, belonging to different Facebook groups and what you're interested in. But you know, Michael Jordan also had a coach. You know, the fam well, famous basketball player. Michael Jordan, quote, said this. I have missed over 9,000 shots. I've lost over 300 games. 26 times he was given, he was trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. Just for example. I have failed over and over in my life, but that is why I succeed. That's a quote from him. But that's why I succeed. You know, same way with um, Thomas Edison and the light bulb. Man, if he would have quit at 999, we still wouldn't have light bulbs. Maybe. We probably would. But anyways, just that's just the thought of, the, of, the, of what it takes of people that are determined. Um, I watched a short video last night that kind of brought this whole thought um, process in and watching the somebody that had performed before that whatever a g a show or whatever this guy was a guy an african-american that was born without legs and he became a world wrestler and the things that he accomplished um he was you know left adopted he was not adopted he was in foster care when he was 17 put on the streets when he was uh, 18 to get out because no one wanted him finally there's somebody came along a woman come along and adopted him actually literally adopted him and promoted him, not promoted him, but you know, basically forced him to complete school and continue his education and um, do what he could. And today, it's like it's unreal that you know the motivation that he has for people, um, the determination that he has to to succeed and to do. And he don't have any legs whatsoever. You know, <coughs> he walks on his hands. He literally just he can run on his hands with no question about it. 
But um, so looking and seeing the kingdom of God, you know, moving forward, you know, uh, Matthew 11, verse 12 tells us that that Jesus had said this, that from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. I've often wondered what that verse actually meant, but it's determined. It's, this verse is a is a verse that, you know, is determined. We try or whatever, work to establish and promote the kingdom of God among us, within us. And even though there's setbacks and discouragement <coughs> and hindrance, Apostle Paul says, none of these things move me. In Acts chapter 20, verse 24, Paul says this, but none of these things move me. And even this, he says, nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I, so that I may finish the race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify of the gospel of the grace of God. <coughs> John Wesley's. Here's a little expert taking out of a diary that he had wrote. Sunday morning, May the 5th, I preached at St. Anne's. I was asked not to come back again. <clears throat> Sunday p.m., May the 5th, preached at St. John's. Deacon says, Get out and stay out. Sunday morning a.m., May the 12th. I preached at St. Jude's. Can't go back there either. Sunday p.m., May the 12th. I preached at St. George's. I got kicked out again. Sunday morning, May the the 19th. I preached at St. Somebody Else's. Deacons called a special meeting and said I couldn't return. Sunday p.m., May the 19th. I preached in the street, and I get, got kicked off of the street. Sunday, May the 26th, these are all just a week later, I preached in a meadow. I got chased out of the, of the meadow as there was a bull that got turned loose during the services. Sunday on June the 2nd, I was preaching out at the edge of town, and I got kicked off the highway. Sunday at June the 2nd, Sunday evening, June the 2nd, afternoon services, I preached in a pasture, and 10,000 people came to hear me. That was just an expert taken from John Wesley's diary. You know, over and over, just sharing the word of God and the rejection that he got from, many, from all those sources. Um, I found that. I, I think that, you know, it's, it's okay to share that. <clears throat> So here's some modern day people um, that we know the names of very well. And these are just some things I found. I did a Google search, okay? And I found it interesting. But Elon Musk, we know him as, you know, the rich, one of the richest people in the thing. When he's trying to develop and come up with this electric car, um, his investors and people that was with him, you know, gave up on him. They pulled out and pulled stakes. It says here on the company on Telsa, Musk actually went and lived in his office and worked relentlessly hours upon hours to keep that company going, which today is one of the largest car manufacturers that there's out there. He's a modern-day example. Yeah, I'm not saying these guys' names because I 100% support them and everything they do or say, but it's an example of determination and, and being successful. <clears throat> 
whether you're political or not, has nothing to do with it, but I found this interesting that I didn't know. And this is on Joe Biden. Interestingly, it says, and the article just says, suspend your political beliefs for just a moment and look at this example. Biden ran for president three separate times and didn't give up on his goal starting back in 1988. 32 years later, in 2020, he won. I don't know if you want to give the man credit or if you don't for everything else that he gets faulted for. But he ran three times in 32 years to be president. Failed until now. I don't know. For whatever it's worth. <clears throat> there was a guy by the name of Tommy Caldwell. He lost his index finger in a backyard accident and he was a famous rock climber. Okay, And he was written off as to never be, never be able to performed to the extent that he did that he became famous for. He had to relearn how to use his hands because of the loss of one finger holding himself in the cracks of rock climbing was very, very important. But today, he's a legend of the sport. You know, he's still, he's still one of the, the most famous out there. <clears throat> so determination is important in, in any aspect of our life. Um, without it, without any drive, without any determination, you know, you would just stay in bed in the morning. That's what sometimes we want to do not. Without even, it's like, oh, I got to get up. Or maybe it's okay that the wife prods you too. You know, it's time to get up. I was prodded this morning. <clears throat> so, you know, we can, you know, just, uh, so there's, there's some examples, you know, having single-mindedness, looking, be able to focus on a thing at a time. Um, a lot of times we lose our focus. We get sidetracked. Um, this also shows that we're determined. Um, work ethics, I don't think we lack in work that ethics, you could say. Get, you know, get the job. Work hard, don't slack off. Um, we call that work ethics. Show up early. Work hard while you can. Go above and beyond. You know, do the extra measure. Um, these are things that will get us promoted. These are things that will do us well in life no matter what we're in. And it's the same thing in our, with, you know, I want to relate these to our faith and our walk in the Lord too. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of times we need to delay gratification. It's called delayed gratification. Everybody wants instantaneously. I want now. I want the results. I want to feel good. No matter what happens, I want to, you know. But if we have an exit, you know, sometimes we know that what we're doing today is going to pay off tomorrow, you know. And we know that for sure in our faith in God and our continuing to keep on keeping on. Um, discipline has a big, is a big word in here. Um, push yourself. You know, discipline ourselves. Sometimes I, I definitely lack in, in that discipline area. <clears throat> you know, maybe we always... Uh, and putting in the hours, putting in the effort. Everyone has, has tried or failed or in some goals somewhere along the line in their life. You know, but whatever it may be, if it's a new skill or a new goal or, a, you know, there's a well, like one example here it says there's lots of new people at the gym come January the 1st they're always there you know um, but there's far fewer come December 11 months later but they start will start over again 
I don't know, there was a whole bunch of examples here that I found when I, I did a research on it a little bit, showing re, 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 resilience, um, ability to stay on course, even when things around you are, looks like they're falling apart. Um, you know, doing whatever it takes. Sometimes when people say this is not possible, usually they mean it's not practical, but if you can find a way to do it, go above and beyond it. If you want something bad enough, you do what it takes to get it. Um, <clears throat> There's a guy by the name of James Robertson, um, was an example of, of several years back, he walked 16 miles to get to his work in Detroit. Um, he didn't have a vehicle, but he showed up there every day to, to work. Sometimes our determination means we need to take another route. We need to find another a way to get from point A to point B because this is blocked, this don't work. Um, not, a, not everybody has the resources. Sometimes we don't always have the opportunity. Um, but as we mature and as we experience in our failures, we learn from our failures, um, we learn from those examples that we find a way. Overcoming those adversities. Um, being as proficient, proficient as we can, be it in whatever we're doing, you know. Um, our hands, like I said, you know, there's, if we have skilled hands today, are very much in demand, very much, to be able to um, build something and do something, um, to achieve something. But I think one of the other key things that, that I have here is like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll fail. Um, we fit, we'll fail in different areas and different things that we, that we may try or endeavor to do, but we can stand up and try again. Um, you know, there's a little bit of difference between motivation and determination. You know, motivation, you know, is, describes your desire to work. You have motivation to tackle the thing at any given time, but uh, motivation can kind of be fleeting, you know. I'm going to get up at 4 in the morning, but when I wake up and I see the clock of, at 4 or 5 o'clock, and I can have all the motivation I want, but motivation can kind of go away, and then I just don't, won't get up. But if you're determined, you know, so it's not a, motivation is not a great method of getting things done, but if you feel more, if you feel determination, um, so determination is established when you have an intrinsic motivation rather than a, just a fleeting feeling of like, I'm going to do this today. Um, and we, we find our determination, I think, and motivation to be if there's something that, that you're pursuing or doing that you're passionate about. If, things that you're, if, you're, more, if you're passionate about your work, you know, um, you know, like just a little short conversation um, last night with Travis down there. Um, obviously, Jordan, or that's his name, right? This is his other partner's name, Jordan, not Jordan. What's his name? Justin is his name. He, uh, somebody called in, in Palestine that wanted to have uh, dumpster, wanted to have the totes or whatever, you know. Well, so he sensed, 
Travis went the other day to deliver all these totes, and he went this place, and he, he knew it's like, hmm, this is in city limits, you know. This is not going to work. And even Justin told him, yeah, they're going to bring them Thursday, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, like, this is not going to work <coughs> because the city has a contract, and the people that live within the city limits don't have a choice. You know, it's Republic. Anything outside of that, he can, you know, he can do. So his going there was kind of like, so Justin says, you go, you know, because we know Travis can talk to a fence post, right? You know, he, he's negotiating, and he, he, he talked to the guy, and he talked to the neighbor beside him, you know, and it's like, well, I, I can't bring you totes, you know, because you're part of the city. Um, just use that as an example of, you know, he's a, he's a good guy, you know. I mean, he, he's able to navigate and figure out a way of, of around that problem of promising this guy that he, he would have uh, – the totes for garbage disposal because it didn't work and you know so travis was the guy to go do that you know he versus justin i guess and it was he was just sharing that last night you know it's like you can you know you can you can talk to people because he's passionate about it he's he's passionate about it and he he has other goals and visions you could say and it's a determination to make this trash business a lot more than what he has today you know he said i don't know how many totes he delivered in the in this last week of the ones that he had got but he's passionate about it, and so he's, he finds a way. It's what he wants, what he wants to do, and uh, he's not easily distracted from it. <clears throat> um, so if you're not really passionate about something, the determination will probably just kind of fade out too. It'll also leave. I have a couple of verses, but here was another um, article that I found. Um, somebody that wrote How to Turn Failure into Success. Um, he gives a code of persistence, and uh, he gives several things here. I'm just going to read several of them off. <coughs> he says, I will never give up as long as I know I'm right. I, I believe that all things will work out for me if I hang on to, hang on to the end. I will, be I will be courageous and undismayed in the face of all odds. I will not permit anyone to intimidate or deter me from my goals. I will fight to overcome all physical handicaps or setbacks. I will try again and again and yet again to accomplish the thing that I desire. I will take new faith and resolutions from the knowledge that all successful men and women have had to fight and defeat over their adversities. I will never surrender to discouragement or despair, no matter what seeming obstacles may confront me. <clears throat> D.L. Moody and Ira Sankey, um, sell, in 1873, says set sail for England to have a series of evangelistic meetings. Once they got there, they found to their dismay that all three of the prime contacts that they had made before they sailed over there had died. And the meetings had to be hastily arranged. Some of the pastors who had endorsed Moody's ministry end up turned against him. At Sunderland, there's a group of pastors covered the public building with materials that were warning about these Americans and their questionable procedures and probable evil results. Rumors about Moody had traveled far ahead of him before he ever got there. He and Sankey went to Scotland only to encounter deep skepticism. But Moody persevered, and revival swept through the British Isles. 
Um, I would like to close with 2 Corinthians. Chapter 2. These are Paul's words, I guess. Um, he was not been, he was not able to go there to them, and uh, <clears throat> read from uh, I think this is the chapter I want. No. First Corinthians chapter two. First Corinthians chapter two. I'm sorry, I had the wrong. First Corinthians chapter two, verses one to five. Um, leave us with these verses, and then be open for testimony or sharing. Um, Paul writes this, he says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. I think this is a key verse that we would take with us, take with us home and determination. And verse 2 says, For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. Paul was that way. As confident as we think Paul was, of all the words that he wrote, he says here that he was in front of them, he was before them, and he felt weak, he felt fear, and he experienced trembling, he says. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. And I think this is what we need to take, take for, for with us today too, this verse 5, that our faith would not stand in the wisdom of men. You know, not even in our, that our faith is not even something that's like, I determined to have faith. You know, it's not in that at all, but in the power of God and what God empowers us with. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. <clears throat> so let's just, you know, um, I determined not to know anything among you, save that Jesus Christ and him crucified. <laughs> so that our faith, does not stand in the wisdom of men. Even in all the articles and all the examples that I give, that our faith don't stand in Michael Jordan's successes or failures, but it, <coughs> that it's in, stands in the power of God. Um, you guys can share your thoughts.